Welcome to Save Our City. This is Brian. This is Andrew. This is episode two of the Save Our City podcast. I think we're at like, what, 100,000 downloads now? Yeah. Last time I checked, it was pretty close to that. Well, we got some good feedback. And for all of you that want to contact Save Our City, our email address is Save Our City Podcast, all one word, at yahoo.com www.saveourcitypodcast at yahoo.com. You can ask us questions, give us feedback, comments. Are we available on iTunes yet? No, no. We're going to get on iTunes. That's the goal. Our, we're not approved because our content's so edgy. Yeah. We're on Twitter. Save our Save our city. <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> yeah, at Save Our City. So follow us there. Uh, we'll start tweeting. Twatting? Tweeting? You know, I was gonna. I have some criticism. You know, I, that song you played was good. You know, it fits our our theme. But I wanted to know what you thought about this for our new theme. That was the great and, and humble Kanye West. Is that how I got Kim Kardashian? Probably, yeah. That's popular now. We might have to change the name of our podcast. Let's have a toast for the douchebag. <laughs> All right. That was for the asshole. Oh, for that. Well, you can be one, I'll be the other. Well, I'll do a side podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start number two. We're going to have two separate podcasts already. So how was your uh, fourth? You it was good. Um, you and I, after we did our inaugural podcast, went down and watched the fireworks, and then we went over to my parents' house on the 4th, and then on the 5th, we went down to St. Louis to watch a Cardinals game, and actually, both of my one of my stories really came when I was telling who I went with to the game with a story about something that happened down there, but, you know, we went down there, we had lots of fun. And uh, we got, uh, my brother-in-law had a box for us. We drank a lot of beer. We um, had White Castles with beer. I don't know if you ever had that. That's a bad, there's a lot of gas going on after that. <laughs> and uh, the craziest thing, you know, I, I went down there and I was, we, we were in a cab and, uh, you know, I'm, I, they made me sit up front with the cab driver and I was talking to this guy and I was like, ah, cab driver's not that great. I like, maybe I'll feel better about myself. I just want <laughs> to ask this guy some questions. And this guy had... Four businesses that he owned. Four. Or he had four tax. He started a, a tax business in in St. Louis, and he has four offices in eight months. And I was like, oh, I, well, they must suck, you know, if you got to drive this yeah. cab. And he's like, no, I own this, and I got four other cars that I lease out. He's like, I just do this like when I'm bored for extra money. I was like, man, 
I get my shit together. Well, this is like after the game. This is before the game. That's before right. Game. This is it. And then on the way back, we had a lady named Jill. I had to sit up front again, and we had a few hops in us, and I was asking her stuff. My daughter's on the marijuana, she told me. <laughs> and then she was like, I asked her, I said, well, I said, you have kids? She's like, yeah, I have three kids. Well, they do not much. And then I was like, you have a, like, a, I got a boyfriend. What's he do? Not much. And I was like, She's like, and then she's telling me, like, all of how she's religious and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's good, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I had it. Then she goes right in, like, the next thing. She's like, I had a couple that wanted to pull over and have a threesome with me. And I was like, no, you didn't. Was like, she very attractive? Oh, she was, she was not attractive at all. And she kept the fucking meter running when we, when we parked to get uh, the White Castle. We spent, like, seven bucks in that line. Oh, shit. Actually, my brother-in-law spent it, but, you know. Still the principal. Yeah, I'm no kidding. So that was my fourth. We didn't really do much of anything. We went out on the fireworks with you guys after that first podcast. <laughs> then we just went out to the in-laws after that. So we, uh, I'm not a real big firework person. I don't know about you, but I've seen one. I'm, I've kind of seen them all. My neighbor across the street, he wanted to go to Wisconsin to get fireworks. And I'm like, there is no fucking way. Like, I don't, I don't care. I, don't, I just don't care. You know, Megan doesn't care. The kids don't care. And I'm just glad the little one's not afraid. But Yeah, that was actually the first time Drew, he's four, that was the first time he actually wasn't scared of the fireworks. Where yeah. He's like, you know, like he said it like ten times, like, I'm not scared this time. <laughs> like, normally he just covers his ears. Even if you can't hear him, he'll like cover his ears. Yeah. Because he's always like, where they're going to be super loud. But that time he was actually pretty cool with it. But speaking of Wisconsin, my father-in-law, he'd go up there. Like, in the past, he went up there and got like fireworks. And they live out in Anamosa. <laughs> Yeah, I don't give the address so the cops won't find us. But we would shoot them off out there. <laughs> but we would shoot them off out there until uh, one time when we were doing it, the thing like blew over and the fire started started shooting where we were sitting. This was a couple of years before we had kids, but it knocked over one of my beers, and I was really upset about that. Yeah, you know that's that's valuable stuff, right? Yeah, there. I bet you were like so mad. You're probably like just like mother. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to ask you about St. Louis. So you pretty much grew up there, right? Yeah, most of my life. And uh, the Arch, the St. Louis Arch. Whenever we've, you know, I've been down there quite a few times, and we always visit the Arch. I'm just curious of, like, people that live down there, what do you guys think of the Arch? Like, people, is it cool, it's, it's or is like it what, a piece of shit? It's, it's fine. It's a landmark. It's, like, cool to see it in movies. And it's, you know, oh, there's St. Louis. As they fake that they're in St. Louis by just showing the Arch. But, uh... <laughs> I, I, you know, I think people live there and never go there. I think people who live in New York and they're like, oh, I've never been to Statue of Liberty. But I've been to the Arch before as a kid, and I thought that was cool there. There was, like, a museum in the um, the bottom. And I went as an adult, and it was the worst experience ever. It was I'm 6'5", and I get in that elevator, and it just kind of, like, it feels like you're going to fall. And then you get up in the top, and you got to lean over. I mean, anybody probably six foot has got to lean over. Yeah. And then there's a thing on the floor where it's like an outline and there's a lock on it where it's almost like, I don't know if there's controls or something, but I, like, I, was, I was paranoid to stand on there like it just, I felt like it was like, like a, what, what do they call that? A, like a trap door? Yeah, just like, that'd be the end of me. But uh, it's never happened before, so I guess it'd be a legacy. But <laughs> Yeah, you know, growing up in Cedar Rapids, we don't have anything that anybody gives two shits about. Yeah, you wouldn't go through it anyway. Maybe, yeah. like, maybe somebody would be like, oh, that's where they make all the cereal. But, you know, there's no, like, landmark like that. But, like, I always thought, wish that there would be a come. I thought it would be cool, you know, people would come here. We'd be known for something other than corn and, like, tractors. Yeah. But uh, it, 
<laughs> they had that five season tree downtown, and I've never been to that stupid. I saw some jerk off taking a picture of that today, like. I guess that's our arch. Like, yeah. If you live here, we just don't give a shit. Like, that thing's a waste of taxpayers' money. It is. Well, it's like the city of five seasons. Everybody, I remember, I don't know, I guess I've never had it explained well to me. But everybody's like, what the hell is that? It's the lamest, uh, the fifth season. The fifth season. I think the fifth season's supposed to be the season of fun. Or like, Well, somebody told, my dad said, and he's not from here, but he said that's the season to, he said it's like something, like he was like, I don't know, something like about it, enjoying the season is another season. <laughs> yeah. he blew off. But then somebody at work said, and this is the best I ever heard it explained, is that everything's so close and everything is, you know, you have all your needs right here, but the time you save is like a whole nother season. So, like, you're enjoying your life is like a better seat. Like, you know, oh. instead of like spending a half hour in the car every day to go home, I oh. spend five minutes. So, like, that's more time I have. So, you have an extra season, like, I have to extra enjoy yourself. And I don't know, he could be this guy is a what bullshit. <laughs> like, but uh, it, it could be. I don't like that fifth season. I, I wanted to be something cool better than that, but. City of Big Dick! <laughs> We have a big dick celebration every year. That's the fifth season. Everybody's got a big dick in this city. Uh, well, you want to talk about our uh, our theme for this? We got some feedback, some of it, you know. We really realized we had so many experts on podcasts that listened to it. But we got, we're in a new setting, so hopefully this will sound a little bit better. But uh, also, we're going to kind of be a little bit more structured. So we're going to go with the theme for a little bit. So do you want to? Theme, oh, oh, shit, oh moments. shit moments. Yeah. Um, when you say, oh. So, so I kind of shared an oh shit moment last week with the catching the dumpster on fire. That was and, the uh, king of oh shit. Yeah, going through that. So um, if you got your story right yeah, now, um, share yours first. I kind of took oh shit as, you know, sometimes it's a good thing when you have an oh shit. Like, oh shit, all right. You know, and I'm not the most positive guy all the time with this. This was when I was down in St. Louis, we were walking to the Cardinals game, and you know how high prices can be in the stadium, you know, like $10 for a beer or, you know, $8 for a hot dog. Well, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law who took us to the game, uh, they all, they had about a pack of tickets last year for like eight tickets for, I don't know, whatever it was. But instead of buying season tickets, it's kind of like you get it, you get spread it out over the season. So they were down there every year, and they said, well, this guy, there's a guy on the corner there, a, a man and a woman, I don't know if they're husband and wife, they have a grill, they have... Um, before you get into the stadium? Before you get into the stadium, right across the street, uh, they have hot dogs and soda, and I don't, they just have hot dogs and soda, and maybe like some chips or something like that, it's very basic, but they sell the hot dogs, like big ones you get at the game. Like for, a 12 uh, inches. Yeah, big 12 inches from Cedar Avenue. <laughs> all beef, all beef. <laughs> Uh, they have those for like two bucks. Shit. Yeah. And then like, so we just went over there and got a couple hot dogs and they have like all the condiments and everything. And I was remembering, I even have the date here. So in, when I was in uh, high school, when I was a senior high school, we were, the Rams were really good back then, back in the good old days. <laughs> a long time ago. And, uh, there. So on Sunday, January 20th, 2002, that's the beauty of the internet. I was uh, 18 for like, I don't know, two days or something like that. Well, I guess I should know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, two days. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, the Rams were playing Green Bay and it was a playoff game. Okay. And so, my friends and I, four guys that I went to high school with, we were like, well, we're going to go down 
and tailgate. We didn't have tickets or anything, but like there was a lot of atmosphere going on. We bought a 30 case of Bush. You know, the guy had a, his mom and dad's big minivan that had the TV, so we were like, we we're going to watch the TV, like a eight inch TV in there. And so before the game started, we're drinking beer, we're walking around like idiots. Like I'm thank God I didn't get yeah. <laughs> like we own the place, but we're walking around down there and drink a couple of beers and. There was a big tent, there was a band playing, we went in there for a little bit, you know, just enjoying the festivities. I remember, like, they had the little guy, like, pissing on Green Bay, and the, like, Fudge Packers, like, the guy was selling tickets, you know, for, or stickers for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a highlight. So we're walking down the street, just kind of, there was another activity or festival thing down there. So we're walking about a block, and this truck pulling a trailer, like, comes flying down the road, pulls over to the curb, and it's blocking the lane. And this guy's got a flatbed trailer, and there's a, a grill like those grills that are like a five-gallon barrel cut in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's grilling on there. And so we're like, what the hell is When this? he pulled up, the guy's grilling on it? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so, but that's how I remember it. Like he was riding down the street with the... I'm ready to with grill the smoke. this shit. Like, with the smoke coming out. Ah, <laughs> I got So he was in the street, though, and... Uh, so we're walking down, and this, these guys, like, have this sign, like a, um, a, a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And it's got all this stuff, and it's all this crazy names. And she's like, I don't know, hot-ass chicken and <laughs> big-ass burgers and all this stuff. And so there's a guy cooking. There's a guy handling the money. Two guys. Just, and the, the driver, they got out, they got to work. So, you know, I was like, oh, I have a big people ass. pissed off, like, where this guy Well, no, he, like, he had a line instantly. That was a good... <laughs> like, so he was just driving around, probably saw all these people, like, waiting around. Well, like, it was downtown, so there's, like, I think there's, like, three lanes at this point. So he was, like, blocking one uh, lane. It the was closest to the curb, so Yeah. Not, so he's, he's not like, really stopping traffic too much. Yeah, they could okay. whip around. But, like, you're taking your life in your damn hands right there. Yeah. So the cops come along. And we're waiting in line. You know, he, I don't know, somehow, this, I don't know if it's, like, advertising or what. He's, like... I'm going to, you know, so cops come along, like, hey, like, they got so much shit going on down there, they don't even give a fuck about us. It's like, like, you can't fucking park, like, I remember the cops, like, you can't fucking just park in the street like this, and the guy's like, oh, sorry, officer, sorry, man, and he pulls up onto the sidewalk, <laughs> right in front of the cop. Right in front of the cop! <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe the cops were down. I know they saw it. Like, they could have looked in the rear view and be like, Well, it would have been that hard to probably yeah, see a big fucking yeah. truck like that. <laughs> a truck them. pulling a trailer. Yeah. So he's got coolers, he's got trailer, he's got, the, he's got everything on there. So you get, on the board, he's got the food and the soda and all that stuff. So I, I get up to the line, and uh, the guy's like, he's like, hey, well, you have, man. And I was like, I'll have a big-ass burger, you know. And it looked good. It's like somebody's looking. They know what he was doing. So he's like, I'll have you $5, please. And I said, like, okay. I gave him the money. He looks, looks around, looks left, looks right. He goes, I got cold buds. <laughs> I say, all right, give me three of those. <laughs> you know, he knew I was underage, but he's like, I'm going to sell some beer. I, and it, it wasn't anywhere on the, the, the menu on the menu or the food. But So that was my, oh, shit, really? Like, this guy is sell me some beer? Like, thank you. He must have really respected you. Yeah, he's like, this guy looks like an asshole. It's up to no good, up to shady dealings. The important question of the Rams win the game, do you remember? They did win. Did they? That's when they went all the way, and then the fucking Patriots. Aaron Hernandez is your payback. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, so... 
<laughs> they did win. But we we were all so drunk, like we fell asleep, like sitting in that car <laughs> watching it. We woke up, we were like, yeah, we won. So, you know, it was a good time. I remember I came down one time and we went to a Rams game. Yeah, that they was did go to that game. They played the Bengals and. <clears throat> I don't remember what year. I think it was like 2004, maybe. So we were old enough to drink. Or were we? We're on, I don't well, know if we were or not. We might have. Well, I might have been, I guess. Yeah. I don't remember for sure. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the Bengals just drafted Carson Palmer that year before. So that's how I kind of know when, remember yeah. when it was. But um, but he didn't play that game. But anyway, the Rams ended up winning that game, I remember, because Marshall Falk was still there. Yeah. But Warner wasn't playing. He was, he, his thumb was fucked up still or something. Oh, like yeah. That. You know, it's just that that was fun. You know, one of those games, and I remember my dad got those season tickets, and uh, we'd be so high up. But it yeah. was really fun to sit up there, and it wasn't a bad view. And I remember there was this like uh, radio station, rap station that had uh, guys like Russ Power in the morning. You know, I never really listened to it or anything, but uh, so we were sitting there, and there was a guy who used to always take his shirt off, like just whipping around. <laughs> <laughs> they like doing pregame stuff. He's he's getting, you know, he was ready to go, and I remember this guy sits up, and he's standing up, you know, trying to get everybody going, like, start a champ. Yeah, something. get going, and he's, I guess that Russ Parr must not be that much of a celebrity, because he's up there with the <laughs> <laughs> shit. guy was drunk, and he's like, Russ Parr, Russ Parr, and the guy was trying to ignore him, but you know, he's not like a, he can't, like, call security, he's like, this guy's harassing me, yeah. I'm a celebrity, but. Well, when you're that far up, they contact them come around, they're no, no, security, yeah. they're probably like, yeah, fuck them, they'll figure it out. God, yeah, there's all those chants. That's when I first heard, uh, I remember with my dad. You know, we only had two tickets, so we split it up between me and my brothers. And I remember it's like, hey, you know, I saw that. And it's like, we're going to beat the fuck out of yeah. My dad looked at me like very, like, pleased about it. He's like, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, you're probably rolled down his yeah. We're going to beat the fuck out of these guys. But, yeah. That's funny. I do, yeah. I remember going out of that game. Well, what's, what's your old oh shit story? Uh, my oh shit moments from a couple of years ago. Um, we went out to Los Angeles. My wife's from there and her family's from there. So we went out there to visit her family. And this was, our son Drew was born. He was maybe like nine or ten months. So um, so I have my mother and father-in-law and then brother-in-law. And then there's the three of us, my wife, me, and Drew. So anyways, we go, went to a L.A. Dodger game. They're That's dangerous that we now know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that, yeah, I don't think anybody got uh, beat to death before that. But anyway, they do, like, check you for, like, you have to empty all your pockets. Really? And, like, they're really strict there about that stuff. Like, they don't mess around. See, down at the Cardinals game we just went to, they, even now, they just look in the women's purses and they don't look at anything on the guy. Really? I yeah, asked them to, like, you know, turn and cough. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean, you seriously had to, like, empty everything out of your pockets. Wow. And it was like, they weren't messing around. So, they, anyway, they were playing the Cardinals. I think the Dodgers ended up winning. Um, but we, anyway, we ended up leaving a little bit early because we were like, oh, you know, whatever. We, my father was a Cardinals fan, but we were like, yeah, whatever. We really couldn't cheer for him because we were worried that, uh, you know, there's definitely, like, gang members there. Was like, the atmosphere that you feel like you were I, in danger? I, I would, I honestly, I did kind of feel like, because yeah. we weren't sitting in, like, great seats. You know, we were, like, in the third level or whatever. Okay. So, you know, you're just with anybody else, which is fine, but... I didn't feel like, yeah, we could root for whoever. Because I was kind of expecting Dave to, like, start, like, because two hosts did decent, I think. Yeah. And, you know, when they got hit, you know, they would like, stand up and clap. And he's like, fuck that shit. He's like, I'm going to get you shake up here. He's like, I'm not doing that. So I was like, all right, we'll just keep it. Shit works, we'll, keep it uh, we'll keep it quiet or whatever. But, you, I mean, seriously, there's guys there with their heads tattooed and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but that isn't my old shit moment. So. No, no. <laughs> Those guys didn't scare me. But, um, well, they did scare me, but that was yeah, it. They didn't do anything to But you knew not, like, that. Yeah, I knew definitely, you know, growing up in the Midwest, like, going to I.O. games. Like, like that's nothing I would ever have to worry about. Like, I don't know. You'd never be worried about rooting for your team. But, anyways. So, we went to the game. We left early because we were like, oh, we want to go drive around and, like, uh, you know, go downtown maybe. It was, like, a Sunday night or something like that. And, like, drive by the ocean and all that stuff. So, we went... Kind of went on, like, a long drive, and then we were like, all right, well, we went through downtown, saw, like, the Staples Center and all that stuff, and then we're like, all right, well, we need to go back to, <clears throat> we, like, rented a, a condo and stuff like that, so we're like, all right, we need to go back, so we're starting to drive back, and then all of a sudden, like, like four or five cop cars in the road, and they kind of all of a sudden, the, road, the highway is getting shut down, so they kind of funnel traffic a different direction, so it kind of fed us back into downtown, so we're like, oh, shit, we're like, all right, well, we got to kind of figure a way to get back to where we need to go. So we're going, and then all of a sudden, Dave's like, like, we need gas for the, you know, for this van. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, you know, we go somewhere, and, you know, it's like maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, so we're like, you know, it's probably not the best place, you know, right now it's time to get gas, but, like, the gas light's on, we got to stop somewhere to get gas. So we pull into this gas station, and we should have known someone was kind of off right away when there was another kid getting gas, but he was sitting in his car while he was filling the tank up. So, anyways, most of the bad you know, gets out, he just starts filling up, and he, he's staying outside with the car or whatever. <clears throat> then, you know, I, Melissa was kind of freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, this is a bad area. You know, she was going to get real paranoid. We had Drew with us. You know, she's like, yeah. we have a little baby, you know. What could happen? What was your surroundings, like, that like, kind of, like, indicated? It? Like, it, you just could tell it was, like, a run-down area. It was, yeah. like, a little bit older. And, like, with them being from the L.A. area, you know, they kind of knew it wasn't, like, probably the best place to be. But at the time, it was just like, hey, we need to get gas we got to go here or whatever. It's like, you yeah. know, what's going to happen, you know? The bad thing is that the license plate, so we had to run a car, car obviously, and it had, like, Colorado license plate. So now we're looking like, oh, these people aren't from here. And they're hippies. Right. So um, most of the dad's out getting gas, and all of a sudden, this guy, like, uh, walks out of the convenience store. He, like, bought some water and something else. This guy's wearing, we went out there, this was, like, in July. So, or June, maybe. So, you know, it's hot as hell out. This guy's wearing, like, a full, like, Dallas Cowboy winter coat, you know. And you can tell this guy's a little off. Like, something's not right with him. So, anyways, we kind of see him. He leaves the gas station. He's walking like he's going to leave. Yeah. Then uh, somehow he must see the van out of the corner of his eye. And I swear, he, I think he sees that license plate that's not from there. Is it bad for him to ask what the ethnicity of this gentleman is? You know, he was, he was Hispanic. Okay. <laughs> so, he came over. Because your in-laws are also Hispanic, yeah, right? right. And they speak Spanish. Yeah. Um, so... And that ends up, I think, helping us quite a bit. So, anyways, the guy comes over and he kind of just starts up a conversation with uh, my father-in-law. And it's right out of the gate, right? Speaking right. Spanish, okay. right off the bat. Yeah. Um, you look at your ass over there. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not out there getting gas, and they kind of talk back and forth for a little bit. And, and the guy what's has going on in the car right now. Like, Melissa's, Melissa's freaking out. How she's you, like, we got to go. She's like telling her to be quiet. She's like, just calm down, because then all of a sudden Drew started kind of crying, and he like. I think you kind of start feeling like the tension or something new. Yeah. So we're like, you know, most of the, I'm like, most of the calm down. And I'm like, because most of his mom can speak Spanish. So she's trying to hear what this guy's asking him. Like oh, maybe yeah. he's saying, hey, what's, yeah. what's going on? So she can kind of know, like, all right, what's going on? You know, is there something going to happen? She wanted to, like, hear this conversation or whatever. So anyways, they ended up, um, the guy had talked to him for a few minutes. He shook Dave's hand or whatever when he first came over and yeah. was talking to him. and. That's a bad move with, like, a homeless or a person comes off just trying to shit. You get out there and buttering you up for some bullshit. Yeah. And um, luckily, the guy had his hands in his pocket kind of the whole time. And the whole time, I'm waiting for this guy to pull out, like, a knife 
or maybe a gun, or who knows what, yeah. I guess. So that's kind of my old shit moment. I'm like, oh, what the hell is going to happen with this? Well, anyway, they kind of end up talking back and forth, and the guy just ends up leaving, like, all right, you know, take it easy, in yeah. Spanish, whatever that means, uh, ola, or something like that. <laughs> and then, um, it's, uh, but I really, uh, yeah, that's what you say. But I really feel like uh, him speaking Spanish. I think I don't know. If, I don't think it saved our lives by any means, but I think it definitely. Uh, I, like, I think he might have tried to rob us or something, or uh, you know, Dave. I mean, he does that. P90, he's such a gentleman, you know. Yeah, he, but Dave does nice. that. Uh, he does that P90X. And I remember he got in the car, you know, he drove away. Like, he basically, when the guy came over, shook his hand, like, he kind of like, all right, turn the gas off. Like, he's gonna... a cool guy. Like, I mean, like, as far as a temperament, like, he's, like, stays pretty even. Yeah. Know, like, we got to have Dave on that. We will. Because he might have a lot better stuff to worry about. Yeah, I want to talk about that yeah. than I do. Well, I want to just talk about, like, the times. I don't know, we just had that. I had a lot of fun hanging out with him in your bachelor party. But we'll talk about that <laughs> another time. But... But anyway, so he ended up getting back in the car. Luckily, nothing happened serious or whatever. Dave comes in and he like, you know, like what, you know, what was he asking? He was just like, oh, the guy was like, the guy was asking at first, like, oh, you know, where are you guys coming from? And you know, he was like, oh, he just came from the Dodger Cardinal game. And then they kind of talked back and forth, and Dave like, you know, Casey kind of says like, yeah, you know, we're pro- like, I'm from here, whatever. And then the guy just was like, oh yeah, I'm here with my mom. Like his mom must have been waiting. But this guy's like probably like in his mid forties. Like you could tell he was. But he's definitely a drug addict, and, like, he had... Oh, and that's the thing, was, like, this guy would probably, like, you know, if he's looking for some money to get drugs, we're like, fuck, he could just shank somebody or, like, cut a throat and not give two shits about it, you know, like... But anyways, Dave was like, yeah, when he first came over, he's like, I shook his hand real hard. He's like, so that guy knew, oh, like, like hey, you know, like, I'm not a pussy here, like, shaking his hand like a little girl. <laughs> and then, uh... But the kind of the funny thing is, like, then we... So when we left, we drove, and, like... Seriously, within like three blocks, we're in a lot better area, and there's all these gas stations, completely well lit, like women like in little dresses out there standing by the car, filling the gas up, and we're like, fuck, if we went two more blocks, we would have been just fine probably. And then um, the next day on the news, we heard there was like a stabbing down in that area, and when we were visiting with her family and stuff out there, like her grandparents and aunts and uncles, we told them up, you know, the story, and they were like, you were down there, like that's a fucking terrible area. They're like. And, you know, the last time most of his parents were out there were, like, 10 years ago. Like, so, you know, a lot of shit obviously changes in time. So they were like, well, when we used to live here, it wasn't that bad of an area. Like, you knew it was yeah. the greatest. They're like, yeah, you don't want to go down there. Like, you should have went here, here. Like, well, at the time, we're like, fuck, where are we going to go? But it was definitely, well, yeah, like, like, this is bad. And this, if I break down or I run out of gas, like, that's really, you got to take your chance. Yeah. And then there was another time when, uh, when on the same vacation we were, like, driving on the highway and we, like, we're running out of gas again. Lessons to get gas before you leave anywhere. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> but uh, we went, I don't know where we went. We went to a pier or something. On our way back, I kind of fell asleep, and I think a lot of us fell asleep kind of in the van on the way back. And then all of a sudden, the next day I woke up, and we're pulling off to get gas. Well, Melissa's parents are talking back and forth, and they're like, she's like, you need to turn down here and like turn around right away. We're like in South Central LA, like we hear like in all those rap songs and yeah. shit like that. And they're like, they didn't want to drive down a side street, like, Seriously, they went to the first drive, they pulled in, pulled right back out to the main, the main street. We went in uh, to get gas or whatever. They, don't take the, they didn't take a debit card, that's the thing, so we had to go in. Well, of course, you know, it's all bulletproof glass. So there's, oh, a cop yeah. on, there's a cop on duty there, you know. Well, at least that's a little bit of something. Yeah. So and the it, bulletproof glass is like, you, you know that you don't even want to try oh, to God. go there. It's like, this place yeah. is fucked up. But this guy, so there's like, they kind of have a gas attendant out there. You kind of help people, like, directly. We worked at the yeah. gas station. 
And he's like, we pull in, he goes, he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? He's like, this is the worst part of L.A. <laughs> I'm like, if this guy who lives here, works here saying this, I'm like, you know we're in trouble. And they're the same thing, we've got enough gas, I think, to kind of get us to yeah. go. And it was like, you know, and it's mostly it was like Hispanic and stuff, yeah. at least people that I've seen. And like, you know, I'm white, obviously, and I'm like, I kind of felt a little uncomfortable. That's like at first I really felt like a yeah, minority. Like, yeah, I know. I was like, I'm not going to get out and like go uh, get anything to drink right now. I'm just going to yeah. sit back here and not let anybody. Uh, but that was, you know, just growing up in Iowa, like you don't ever have to, you never have things no. like that. Everybody holds the door open for you and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like you say that thing is like where is the boundary line I remember like at St. Louis there'd be like if you if you're on a street like this is the ghetto here but two blocks up that's a million dollar home so right. you could see the shitty part or the good part from one another that's so strange to me is that yeah there's no I would definitely not go out there by myself because like I wouldn't have known any of that type of stuff and I would just be stopping at any random yeah. place but um, I honestly do feel like that Luckily, that her parents knew Spanish, and that he was able to kind of talk to the guy, just talk to him, and all that stuff. And that I think really, please save us from any other issues. Um, other than that, you know, the trip was pretty good. Aside <laughs> for two oh shit moments yeah. in my life, I was really wanting an earthquake to happen while we were out there, because like shit, you know, I like to live through an earthquake, yeah. too, but uh, that <clears throat> that didn't happen, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, he you know. would be freaking. Out. I'm like. <laughs> We went out to San Diego for our honeymoon, and I was like talking to Melissa. I was like, "What well, if there's like earthquake where I'm driving?" She's like, "You just keep driving." I'm like, "How the fuck do I keep driving?" I'm over. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, and I always thought like if there's an earthquake, you just would like run outside, like because I like didn't know building or anything could fall on you. Then like, well, then the earth would open up and swallow you. Yeah, down. I'm like, oh, well, no, I think that that's I'll be like, dead in like five seconds out there. I think people do that, and I think people, especially that aren't like native to LA, that it must feel reassuring to go outside. There, I think that really happens as people go out there. You know, when I was a kid, we lived in Sacramento, and I don't think, I don't know where that fault line is, but it seems like there's more damage, like the Southern California part, wherever there's uh, earthquakes. And my mom would tell me, she's like, oh, did you feel that earthquake? And, you know, I sleep, I, as a kid, you know, you sleep right through anything, but I don't know. You weren't thrown out of the bed or anything like that? No, <laughs> I was on the ground with, like, a broken neck and broken Your mom's like, you feel that? You guys are hitting me in my sleep. So, well, good. That's a good, well... But do you ever live in California? No. And you know, like, I've always, you know, most of the parents came from there. They lived there their whole life until they moved yeah. out here. And not like it's a fear, but I was always like, oh, when they probably retire from work because he moved out here for his job, you know. I was like, they'll probably move back and get closer to family and stuff. And not that it's a fear, but I was always like, no, it sucks because, like, we're really close with them and stuff like that. You watch these kids when we go. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who's watch these damn kids? <laughs> no, um, but I'm like, we're pretty close to them and I'm like, yeah, that sucks, but you know, that they wouldn't be close and we couldn't do more stuff with them. But, you know, talking with them, they're like, they would never move back out there. Like, yeah. they go out there to visit, of course, like family. Um, they went out there before and they're like, they said they won't move back. No, they're like, we can't do it anymore. Like, they yeah. can't do it again. Like, there's just like it's just too crazy that lifestyle. There's now they're used to living here. Like we said, yeah, that's this season now. You know, you just yeah. fucking yeah, all the time. Yeah, you got all the time in the world now. You don't sit like most of like um, oh, this is a story that he told me when he maybe I should we should wait to tell this when he comes on the podcast. But anyways, when he um, they were kind of looking at houses and stuff out here. Yeah, they uh, his job was going to get moved out here or whatever. So anyways, he came out a couple times by himself, tried to see if he wanted to live here or not. And then I was like, all right, well, he kind of. You know, deciding do I want to move my whole family out to Iowa or do we want to just stay here and I'll find another job or whatever. So he said he got, right when he got back from a visit to Iowa, 
you know, they lived in a pretty nice neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he went out back to, like, let his dog out. Well, he had one of those big, you know, those big Red Craftsman, like, tool chests yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He had one of those in his garage. He said he went, let his dog out, like, seriously, like, not even five minutes. He comes back. Somebody stole that tool chest, and he's like, he said that was a moment right there when he was like, I can't live here anymore. Like, I can't raise my kids in this type of environment. Uh, and I guess yeah. he, like, went up to Melissa, when she, and she must have been, like, 12 or 13, like, hey, what happened to that damn tool chest? Like, she rolled it away, and he's like, that thing was full of tools. He's like, there's no way, no one person could take no, that. No, hell no. And he didn't see anybody, like, pushing it down the street. He's like, <laughs> that would be the best story. <laughs> he saw some asshole just, like, pushing it. <laughs> I fuck you, man. <laughs> but I'm like, and that kind of makes me think, like, fuck, I couldn't live out there. Like, he's like, that's just the environment, though. Like, you know, they live in a good area, like, yeah. at that time. You know, it's funny. Is like, I have a memory of, um, when we lived there in Sacramento, I think it's a lot safer area than L.A. And I remember, like, this, when we went and got pumpkins one year. I don't know why we wanted to have this. this my dad got us this pumpkin that's like, God, I got to say, how tall is this? Three feet right here? And yeah. And, you know, really big around. And I remember my dad got that. And he, my poor dad. Like, he's like, <laughs> we fucking, need that pumpkin. Carry that pumpkin. <laughs> Did he break his back trying to carry uh, that damn well, thing? You know, he's pretty, like, in shape guy. You know, he's skinny, but he, he got that pumpkin for us. And I remember, uh, like, we woke up one morning, and, like, the pumpkin was fucking, like, busted. But it wasn't, like, kicked in. It was, like, somebody had picked up and dropped it. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they broke it. And I remember somebody, like, Were you, like, devastated? Like, our, nah, I don't think we were that old. Well, my mom, yeah, I'm laying up. She's like, they couldn't lift it like your dad could. You know, she thought <laughs> my dad rides like a real stud, too. You know, she's like, I'm married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because you're like, these two dipshits couldn't lift it. And it was like really clearly dropped. He's stronger than two criminals put together. <laughs> your dad's Don't fuck with this guy. That's right. But yeah, I remember that being like a really like, I wasn't devastated, but I thought it was real crappy like this. Somebody was, why would you do that? Yeah, like, how people know, really can like you sometimes. Yeah, and I, that's like I don't know. I was pretty young, but that's my, that was more my thought. But and then I was like, "Damn, must be fucking strong." Like, <laughs> so can you open this can of pickles for me, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> so um, he opens all the jars over here. Um, well, do you want to do? I got one more story that's a oh shit story. I don't know yeah. if I should. Should I do it? Yeah, go for it. You did that's two in a row. Two. No, yeah, no, I, know. I did do two in a row. Sorry. No, I'm glad you did. I had an oh shit and then a mini oh shit. A mini shit. Like a, a, a mini shit. A shark. <laughs> yeah. A fart and shit. New segment, sharks. Sharks. So, we're talking 4th of July. I'm going to see if I can get the date here again. 4th of July. <laughs> 4th of July. Four. This... This guy I knew, he's like, uh, do you want these fireworks? He's an older guy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take this. Fireworks. I was 20. So this is when you lived in Missouri. I lived in Missouri. Had a roommate. I was going. Are fire, fireworks, are they legal? I they're, think legal. they're legal. Right? Yeah, they're, they're legal. He just didn't want them. Like, he didn't want to. He was old. <laughs> he just didn't want to like, hey, I've off. had these for like a few years in my garage. He's like, I don't really want them. I was like, I'll take them. He's like, you want some? They're bottle rockets. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, and I was thinking those little bottle rockets that are maybe like an inch, you know, right. and a half inch around. I was like, sure. So he gives me these things that are like five inches, and they're probably like a good two inches around, three inches around. Shit. And I was like, holy shit, yeah. Like, I used this. So at the time I was in... Um, St. Charles Community College. What's up, Ska? 
<laughs> What's their ma- do they have a mascot? Thing? Yeah, it's like a cougar. Or they only had uh, some old woman looking for that <laughs> young guy. <laughs> they got Courtney Cox on. <laughs> so they had that, and then they had they only had like softball and baseball. I guess that must be like the cheap sports they have, you know? Like, cause they, yeah, like yeah, there's not much like equipment with baseball yeah. other than the ball. I remember in high school, like our hockey team had to be a club because they were too cheap to like, get up. You guys did? Well, it was like a club associated with school. They weren't paying for shit. <laughs> So, anyhow, um, I digress. Uh, so, I got these fireworks, and I came home. I had a roommate at the time, and I was like, look at these fucking things I got. And he was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, I, it was the middle of July. It was really, like, hot sweat. I came home, and I was like, we had a party, and we got a keg. And we had the, uh, we took the keg back, but we had the keg bucket, or the barrel. You know, you put it in there with all right. the ice. And so... We took it outside, like I stuck it in the ground, and I lit it, and it didn't... You're in, like, the middle of a community. I'm in an apartment complex. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the parking lot or something? Well, yeah, if you you went out of our, um, like, sliding glass door, there's... You're right in, like, the parking lot and stuff. So there's parking lot, and then there's, like, a small wooded area, and then... I mean, by small wooded area, I mean there's probably... Ten feet of wood, and, like, there's new... There's another, like, businesses and stuff behind there. So, I didn't stick it in the ground. So, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, I, did, I was like, well, there's not a good size bottle to shoot it out of. I know if you stick them in the ground, they pop right there. And I didn't know how big this pop would be. Plus, this thing's two years old. So right. Yeah, it's probably not Hard recommended. So I was like, let's put it in this barrel. So, I propped it up. Like, I got it shooting at the, um, the sky. And I lit it. And so when I lit it, it started falling over. You know how it kind of does in a barrel? Like it's still in the barrel, but it's it's like not at such a steep angle. Right. It's not like at a 90 degree where shooting. No, yeah. It's like shooting like at a 35 it's degree. Is that an apartment? Well, no, or, there was that clearing there. Oh, so was the woods. But there was the woods, and then there was like some um, power lines going through. Don't there. tell me you caught a whole thing on fire. So try to, up my, try to up my dumpster fire. <laughs> now this is well, this is pretty. Good. I had the biggest fire that I know started. By, I don't. I'm <laughs> sure your fire is still good. I, I, it was falling, and it was not even like it was like a 20 degree angle. I mean, it was like the lowest angle it could be in this barrel. So it's fire, and you can't grab this fucking thing, you know. So it shot, and it was coming straight at somebody's car, and by the grace of God, it jogged like a little bit, and then it went over that way, hit this pole, and I was like, oh, thank God. And so I went inside. And it never went off or anything? No, it went off. So it, it blew hit the pole, up, it hit the pole, and it blew okay. up. Like on the ground or something? Yeah, and it's a pretty small explosion. So I went So I went inside, I took a shower, and uh, I went in my room, I was getting dressed, and... I went out, like I looked out my window, and the fucking woods are on fire, and the the pole was on fire. And so it was like a wooden pole or something, like yeah, like the wooden pole. Okay, everything's on fire, and and it's but it's a small area, but it's it's a fire. So I told my roommate, "Come on, we gotta get out. We're filling up plastic cups, 
you know, like 24 ounce cup. We're throwing out there. Then we turn. We're, we brought the barrel into the bathtub. We got that thing turned <laughs> on. And we're talking about that fucker. Well, it took forever to fill up. We were both running out there. He's like, like shit. And we're trying to get it on the. He's like, drink a beer while he's filling up. Just like, man, it's just. <laughs> no, I got to get. We're free. running back and forth with the cups while that's filling up from the sink. And we must look like assholes to anybody that saw that. And uh, we wound up. I said, we gotta call the fire department. So he calls, and I'm still oh, trying no. to put it out. You know, I'm out there. And now, just after shower, dripping sweat again, the fire department comes. I think, like, two engines came. And they... Did they have a $10,000 reward well, for Well, they uh, put it <laughs> out. And the guy's like, I think a cop came. And he's like, all right, what happened? And I was like, well, I told him. I told him the truth, you know. <laughs> you told him your friend wanted he, to do it? He's <laughs> my roommate. My roommate wanted to so he said, all right, you know, he wrote me a ticket. He's like, you got to go to court for this. Well, the ticket for shooting well, off fireworks or starting the fire? Shoot, they're legal in Missouri, but, like, that's the that's the, the dig. It's like, you can't, like, shoot them. So it's basically a way to, fuck you, Missouri. <laughs> it's a way to um, get revenue, like, if you do have something like that, because they don't ever prosecute you. They don't care. But if something like that happens, you're not supposed to, like, have it in a populated area or something. Or? It's some kind of technicality where it's, there's no way to fight it. Right, you're getting a ticket no matter what. So, like, I was telling people this shit happened. Everybody thought that was real funny. The guy gave it to me. He's like, you should have just told him you saw some kids dicking around, and then they ran off. And I don't know. It's like, I wish I would have thought of that. But I felt good about telling the truth. The cop was real, like, cool to me. So, How much was the ticket? I don't know. I went to court. I want to say it was, like, $100. I remember Did judges. you go to the court? Yeah. So it wasn't something where you could be, like, like a, you know, speed ticket or something. They give you, like, a BS court date. You really don't ever go. Like, well, you just pay the fine. So you actually went to court? I don't know. I can't remember, but uh, I remember I went to court, and the guy was like, what happened? I told him. I was like, yeah, somebody just gave me these. He was like, all right. You know, he really appreciated it. Prosecute the old man who gave it to me. I think the judge was really cool with me, but he made me pay like $100. I think it was pretty cool. That's not bad. Well, yeah, but at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I I was working at a lumberyard. (laughs) But... uh, he was like, yeah, just pay the fine, and it was cool. And, like, I didn't get anything on my record or anything, but he was. So that's my other oh, shit moment. But, uh, that's funny. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're. They only called one fire engine, I think. No, 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 that fire I started. I, so. I upstaged you. I know. No wonder you didn't want that story getting told. <laughs> I'm going to edit that whole part yeah, of, <laughs> out of this episode. <laughs> <clears throat> that I thought I was like, the best guy catching shit on fire. Your story is uh, better, but jeez, well, I was like a little bit of like, what do they say only you can throw at four fires? <laughs> if you live in California, that fucking whole state would have been up. Oh way, god, man. no kidding! I'd be in jail. I'd be in federal prison for that. <laughs> no shit for that. <laughs> well, since we're kind of done with the oh shit moments, I kind of found this, or I saw a news story that I thought was pretty funny that I wanted to share with you and kind of get your feedback All right, on it. Please do. Um, so this is from the Huffington Post. Can um, you wait one second, please? I want to make sure I'm really listening to this, giving you my full attention. All right, go ahead. This is the best story that you're going to hear. All right. Better be. Okay, here we go. Kenneth Webster Inlow, 52, is accused of hiding in a septic tank and leering at a woman and her seven-year-old daughter in a park bathroom. Um, the mother told police she and her child were using the woman's restroom at Whitewater Park in Tulsa, Oklahoma, when she noticed there was a man underneath the toilet looking at her. 
What? So they're at this water park, this lady and her daughter. Yeah. They go into the bathroom. This is like a, you know, like an outhouse where it's like, there's really no, it's basically like a hole in the ground that you're going to the bathroom. Like a porta potty? No, like, we're, like, if, have you ever been camping? Like, you know, they just have like a cement floor. You have a toilet that you sit in. Yeah. And then it's just a hole in the ground. Oh, like, there's, there's nothing. No, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not like a porta potty or something like that. It's a complete hole in the ground. So okay. this guy is in this hole wanting to watch people, I'm assuming, so hopefully happens. women, go to the bathroom. Um, but the best part of the story that I, the thing that I thought was the funniest is, um, so this guy's six foot tall, 240 pounds. He claimed his girlfriend... He's going to go in the arch being that size. No. <laughs> he falls that trap for a minute. Um, but the funny part I thought was that um, he, the guy's six foot tall, 240 pounds, so he's kind of beefy. He claimed his girlfriend, Angel, knocked him out with a tire, and a tire iron and threw him into the tank. I give that story one of these. <laughs> and... Uh, Anyway, so he obviously got charged and had like a $500 bail. But it's like, how desperate would you need to be to climb into a septic tank to see, I don't know if this is a woman-only restroom or if it could be either either one. You know, like how desperate would you be that you climb into a septic tank? Because this guy's 240 pounds. There's no way a, some woman could hit him upside the head with a tire iron, which he didn't have a mark from. I saw yeah. his, his uh, mug shot. So he's getting like peed and pooped off. Yeah, right? he's covered in shit. And anything else, um, but it kind of uh, reminding. Obviously, that's nothing like that's ever happened. But I was kind of thinking, like, what would you do? You know, like, how crazy would you be to go do something like that? Well, it's like, what do you just like? What thing in your brain gets turned off? That like, like, I gotta go do this. What are you so passionate about that that's like? I'm gonna, you know, I just love it so much. I gotta go do. How many times did he do it before he got caught? Yeah, no kidding. And I'm like, how does he climb out of there? Like, yeah, I'm not getting out. There's a shit-covered man over here. Well, it's, another thing, it's like, it's at a water park. So, you know, people are, this is like a family-like place. It's yeah, at the gonna... white water park. I have to throw the book at this cocksucker. <laughs> I don't know. That just made me like, this guy is, what a piece of shit. God, Literally, like, this yeah. guy is a piece of shit. Well, I don't, yeah. How would you go, like, if you went to the bathroom, you went in there, and there's some guy standing there looking back at you. Yeah. Like, well, you, you guess you I got to take a shit, shit, man. Shit. Sorry, because <laughs> the guys would see you, like, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. That's very true. God. You could piss on him probably pretty easy, actually. What, what causes that, uh, that fetish? You know, they always yeah. say, and Chuck Berry, if you're out there, I don't give a shit. Chuck Berry, there's a restaurant. I tell you this, I probably told that. We drove past when we go, went down to that, for that ring, or... I don't know, we drove down one time before together, and it was, uh, he had a restaurant called Southern Air. It's now uh, part of Lindenwood's offsite camp. Shout out to Lindenwood! <laughs> they, uh, he had a restroom, or he had a restaurant, and they found cameras in the bathroom. And then he has property in the, uh, <laughs> the town I lived in, the town I grew up on, and they were saying that, like, he'd have parties or he'd like pay chicks like shit on his chest and stuff. Oh my and it's like God. what is like what is wrong? Like you grow up around like a lot of like farm animals or like what is, what happens there where you're into I Yeah, I, yeah, obviously there's something completely wrong with that guy. But um nothing that we ever did was this bad, but I, I was thinking, you know, like how what lengths do you go to like see somebody naked? And then it kinda of reminded me of us going to like the strip clubs like yeah. we used to go down that one and where is that Davenport? And remember yeah. the time that uh, 
got kicked out. We got of kicked out because I was drinking a beer. <laughs> so we, yeah, we weren't even like we must have been like eighteen. We were old enough to get in, and there's yeah. no local like strip clubs around Cedar Rapids anywhere. So we drove like an hour and a half, maybe two hours away to that place, and it was like. You know, you could bring in your own drinks, but we're not old enough to drink or whatever. And then, like, um, I don't even know how long we were there for. Not very long. You know, we were there for, like, the buffet special, like, 5 o'clock or something. Probably we were there earlier. <laughs> we were there first guys <laughs> in there. Yeah. You get all that attention. Um, but I just remember, like, then a bachelor party came in, and these guys, they gave us, like, special wristbands because we were under 21. Yeah. Well, then this bachelor party came in, and, like, of course, they had this huge cooler offered us a beer or whatever. And these guys were probably like in their 60s. And the guy, yeah, like, yeah. I remember the guy we were talking to, he was like, ah, oh, God, I don't know how we're going to drink all this beer. He was like shaking his head. Do you guys want these? And I was like, yeah, I'll take one of those. And yeah, did you take one too? I, or did I just get I think I did. But you I remember we just keep your arm. Down. Yeah, we kind of like weren't holding it that long. So we, like, how stupid were we? We could just took those armbands off. Oh, I know. No kidding. <laughs> we got to follow the rules some way. But I just remember then we were like, you're drinking one also, and the guy at like a bounce. Did he go, I don't know if he grabbed your he arm. He looked at me, and he goes, he shakes his head no. And he's, uh, I was like, all right, man. I was like, I want to drink another one. He's like, nope, you guys are out. You're out. No, I, like, yeah. I just got up, and I think he just started leaving because I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's And uh, then I know we uh, went to Hooters afterwards. Yeah, I know. I treated <laughs> so a little bad that we got kicked out. Well, you know, when I was in uh, high school, there's this bar, and I'm talking to you, it's like about like one of those small sheds you put in your backyard for your, your you know, your mower right. and all that shit, called the 4061 Club. And it had a big, it was tiny, and it was right off the highway, for, highway 4061 meet. It's uh, right there in Wentzville. And it's like a big, uh, it's a big deal because it's like, I guess these two really major highways. I guess it brings a lot of traffic by, it brings, you know, commerce to the city. So this place was just set off, set off on the side by a service road. And, you know, like, you see it your whole life, and then you get older and you realize what that is. And I remember one time me and a friend of mine were like, well, we're going to ride our bikes up there and look in the windows, you know. And we, it was too far. You know, you think, oh, you driving the car all the time. So whenever I was a senior in high school, they'd give you those shirts. And, like, seniors 2002, you know, and all this stuff. Well, I got a bunch of guys, like probably 10 guys, like, let's go up there and wear these senior shirts. You had to be 21 to get in because they serve beer. Like, there's not, like, 18 in shirts. Like, yeah, and Missouri. So it was the same principle, like, how, like, of just, I want to see something. Well, we'll just, like, go in there, you know, just, like, keep, you got 10 people or 15 people, just keep going in there. And we would be in there for, you know, wear these shirts that they... You would, like, pay the, like, do you get to pay the truck get or something? No, I don't think so. It's, I don't think, no, there was nobody there. We didn't, like, barge in there like that bad. But we barged in there. We're walking around. We all got the same shirt on. It, we got the same, you know, for a few minutes until they could probably do the math of, like, oh, wait a minute. 2002, you can't be old enough yet. But it was, it was like, a tiny little stage. It was really rough-looking gals and stuff. And uh, I don't know. I remember just this one guy, like, slapping the bills down. And, like, the thing is, also, they wouldn't get naked there. Like, they would get... I don't know how they allowed or something. No, they were topless. Like, they would just wear, like... But you still have to be 21. Well, I don't know why that is. Yeah. No, not even, like... I don't, yeah, maybe tassels. But <laughs> I don't know. It was... Yeah, I was... That was, like, a... We were really bold. You know, you just... Like, you're that yeah. age. You just think you got everything figured out. Well, when you're that age, like, you want to... You've been such a, you know, like, a kid for so long, like, in quotes. You know, like, everybody treats you like a kid. So it's like, when I'm 18... 
you know, I want to do something like an adult can do, and I don't want to be sitting around. So even though you had to be 21 to get in this place, you felt like you're pretty much an adult. Like, I'm 18 now. I can buy some cigarettes. Well, we did it just to be dicks, though. Like, we just, like, this will piss them off, and they'll have to throw all of us out. I never, like, were worried, like, we might get, like, arrested or something well, like that could happen. Yeah, I never worried about stuff like that, <laughs> like, back then. But I don't think we would have really even got arrested, because, like, we, wouldn't, we didn't resist them when they were going to, like, fight them. them when they said that. Yeah, then we would just leave, you know, and kind of laugh. But, you know, it just... I don't think they knew what to think, and, but I don't know. Maybe we could have got arrested, but we weren't being, we weren't trying to fight him. That's funny. So I guess I should do my news story now. Yeah. Okay, so today on TMZ, boom, 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 <coughs> Justin Bieber, who, sorry if our fans out there got Bieber fever, Evelyn t- used to say she'd have beaver fever because she didn't say it right. I was going to ask, is she like a big Justin Bieber fan? or she? No, she doesn't like him at all, but good for her. You raised her you right. No, I don't know if she's just like too young for the cut. Like it's uh, not her. There'll probably be some other idiot that comes yeah. along. But I was like, I have, Dad has beaver fever too. <laughs> so, anyhow, so to... They, like, you just see more and more articles that, like, he's an asshole. And, you know, I used to kind of feel bad for him. Like, I don't, not one of these guys used to just, I feel like he used to get a lot of hate for no reason. Right. You know, because he's popular with the kids. But you just see more and more, like, stuff that he's speeding through his neighborhood. He's just, a, you see him at, like, the Miami Heat game during the finals. He was wearing, like, a leather vest and, like, uh, some sunglasses, like, inside watching the game. And it was, like, only two people wear sunglasses inside like either a blind person or an asshole. <laughs> That's true. Well, he ain't blind. <laughs> yeah, and it's and like they were showing that uh, hey, Florida Natural, proud sponsor of Save Our City podcast. <laughs> so they said to him, uh, or they were showing, yeah, they showed him like how he was. Uh, today they showed, and this is like where I feel like they're picking up. He's an asshole for doing this, but I don't know if we got to beat him up so much. Like he, he'll wear it like. Baseball or sports caps is fashion, like to match his outfit. So he'll be conflicting. Like today, I guess they showed him he was at Chicago with the Stanley Cup or mm-hmm. a few days ago. But then they showed another picture where he was wearing a Bruins hat or something. You know, Chicago, people don't like that crap. Right. Well, it's just a stupid thing, but it's like, I don't get why he's getting beat up. But you, like I hear him speeding through his gated community and, you know, with his Ferrari, people's got family there. I think that's an asshole move. And then, like, he told, he spit on some guy and told him he was going to fucking kill him. Like, I don't know. I wish he would do that to me. Like, you know. <laughs> but, and the guy, so, anyways, today, and I haven't listened to this yet. I just read the story, but I'd probably better for our audio listeners that this is the story TMZ's reporting. It's the headline is, Justin Bieber pisses into a restaurant mop bucket and says, fuck Bill Clinton. I can't read like Brian can, so I'm gonna play a clip. (laughs) All right, so he's saying, "Quick little piss, fastest bathroom you can get to," and he's talking like a black guy. I'm pretty sure this guy's from Canada. So he's peeing into a mop bucket. He said, we know swagger. He sounds drunk. What do you say, Brian? He does. He said, this is the coolest about the piss and you forever remember that. 
And he's saying we're the fucking wild kids in this bitch. We don't like, we don't curse, we don't do it on Save Our City podcast. We don't talk that way. So, yeah, he did that. And I don't know why he said fuck Bill Clinton. He was, he was like, there was a picture of Bill Clinton looked like up on the, at the very end of the clip where it was like hanging up on the wall and he had like some cleaning shit and sprayed it on him. Oh. He's getting political, I think, now. Do you think Bill's like, oh, well, fuck you, Justin. <laughs> I probably I put a with cigar in a woman's vagina. <laughs> Have you ever did that? And I was still the president of the United States. Take that, you little bastard. <laughs> I would love to hear, like, you know, Bill Clinton will probably never even acknowledge I bet Bill Clinton's probably going to release a video of him taking a piss on Justin Bieber picture, like, hey, or taking a shit on him. You're like, hey, I'll, I'll up the stakes right here, buddy. I took a shit in the trash can, Justin. <laughs> Beat that. How's about Bill Clinton? I think pretty good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, he's probably, I'm like, God damn it, just, Hillary, Hillary, can you believe this son of a bitch? He probably wants her to actually... Probably piss on Hillary because he probably hates her still. What's the deal there? You think like I've heard before a rumor that like Hillary's a lesbo, which by her outfit, yeah, she's a. <laughs> I don't she does wear a lot of pantsuits. A lot of pants. I don't know. I guess she got. You. I don't know. I just kind of God. It's like the thing. I don't know. Let's not get up, go down that venue. We don't want to get sued by it. We don't want that. F- we don't get in political views. And FBI, yeah. Getting mad at us. But I wouldn't piss off a president because they probably have, like, some inside connection still, like, with the Secret Service where I think they could probably get somebody to fucking kill you like that. Like, be like, what big whoop. What are you going to do about it? Smoke, and Clinton will be smoking a cigar <laughs> fucking putting his ashes over your fucking dead skull. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking try to piss on me again. Well, I like that. Uh, I bet you there's probably a guy at his... Uh, door right now and handed him like a like a huge like guy the size of the rock and he's like I want an apology young man like <laughs> he's a southern gentleman yeah so yeah that's, that's a good story well did you, he was in uh, Justin Bieber was in Des Moines <clears throat> I think I don't know if it was last weekend or just recently I don't know if you heard before like performing yeah yeah if you at the Wells Fargo Arena down there I don't know if you Heard no, we don't that or not shit in Cedar Rapids. Like they got good stuff down there. That yeah. would happen. But uh, a couple of ladies I work with, they went down there. They took like their daughters down there or whatever. And you yeah. know, like you said, you know, like a lot of little girls like really look up to this guy because yeah. like he's like, I don't know, like Instinct was cool back when we were like that age. You know, like well, it's like, like not for we us, heard Pee Wee like, was jacking off in that theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look up to. So you know, you like they really were looking up to him and stuff. Well, I guess, anyways, like the the opening act comes out, they do their yeah. performance, whatever. And I guess like an hour and a half later. He finally comes out on stage. Like, you know, he's usually within, like, five or ten minutes to sure. the major act or whatever come out. So, like, an hour and a half later, I guess he comes out and, like, he does his performance. So I guess, like, he doesn't say one word, like, the whole time about, like, oh, yeah, sorry for making people wait. Yeah. Supposedly, I guess, like, the rumor that they were talking about is, like, he was in the back, like, of that Wells Fargo Arena, like, riding around one of those, like, Segway things or, you know, those things that, you like, you can stand yeah. around. Like, yeah. he's riding one of those things around. Like, they said he was, like, ordering pizza and shit like that. Well, all these, like, the one that ever goes, her daughter was, like, real worried, like, oh, is he going to cancel his concert? Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, the highlight of her young life, like, yeah. seeing this guy is, like, such a celebrity. I'm like, what kind of fucking dick does stuff like that where you're going to make, like, these are, like, little, mostly little girls that are there to see you. Like, and if you're going to make people wait, fucking at least, like, say something. Like, I guess he didn't say anything. And then they said he only, like, sang two of his songs. Like, everything else was just, like, huge lip syncing, I guess. Like, oh, the right. last two songs, like, the encore songs he sang. How do they tell? 
I don't know, the lady, the one lady, like, she, like, I just could tell that they were all, like, from the CD or something. You I guess they're like, so know-it-all lady. <laughs> I got, hey, these people were working at the love party. No. Uh, but she just said, like, she, well, and they were dancing around and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, you're going to get out of breath. Like, you're going to sound different. Like, yeah. they're, like, they sound exactly the same on the CD. Oh, uh, that's a tell Like, you could kind of tell, like, it wasn't him, I guess. There's ways that she was making it sound. But to me, I'm like, like, what gives somebody, like, the fucking ball to just be like, I'm going to make all these people wait for me and, like, not even say anything, like, sorry. Well, what, like, do, you, what I, do you think, do you think, you know, like, some people, like, I don't know, I guess Drew Barrymore is a classic thing, is that she was a star when she was so young, and, you know, she had bad influences around her. But I don't feel that way about him. I do feel like that people might get addicted to drugs or have problems with uh, substance abuse or anything like that when they have had six. I think it's, like, a really... I don't think it's right to... Be, like, I think Will Smith is, like, fucking his family up. Like, why is he trying to think he's the richest guy? Yeah. But uh, I, I think that, like, when you act like this, you are just an asshole. Like, it's yeah. not... Because, like, I don't think that some people... And I can see with, like, you said, like, Drew Barrymore, like, young people who are, like, child stars. Like, they're so young, like, they don't really have, like, much of, like, a... I don't know, like, value system or something. Like, it's not really developed very much. So they, they just start, like, people just start giving them that shit. So they just expect yeah. it. And, like, oh, this is just the way life is. You know, a lot of, like, Tiger Wood and those people who are, like, child stars, like, never told no and all this other yeah. stuff. But, like, this guy. But they're still not blatant assholes. Like yeah. This, you know, even. But this guy's, like, he wasn't real famous until he was, like, 16. So, it's, like, you're old enough at that point to know, like, how to treat people. You yeah. aren't, like, handed things. And you know you can't treat people like shit. Then all of a sudden, like, now you got a little bit of power. So now you're, like, fuck everybody, I'm going to make you wait for me. I'm like a big deal now, instead of just being like... Well, it's just a complete lack of common respect. respect. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I got a... Uh, you know Anthony Bourdain? You know this guy? No, I've never heard of him. He's like a chef or some shit. I don't really know who he is either. I guess he's like kind of an asshole. Like, I mean, like in a, like a cool way. Have you recognize that picture? I mean, yeah. I've seen him around. He's like a cook or he's something. Yeah. He looks familiar. He has, like, a show, I think, on, like... Oh, yeah, I think he's got a bunch of shows. Yeah. So I guess he, like, went on to Twitter. He follows uh, Save Our City podcast, one of our followers. He talks about this incident, and he says, in regards to him pissing in the the water... It's basically the water bucket they got to clean the restaurant with. Right, like a mop bucket. A mop bucket. Yeah. So somebody's got to clean that out, or maybe there's piss all over the floor. It's pretty... Pretty it's probably full of piss, maybe, because the piss yeah. on the floor. Well, right? they, they all be the one that blatant piss. We'll piss, piss, in piss in it. it. <laughs> so, he tweeted, the chef should have put his foot up this young punk's ass. And then he said, my dishwasher ain't cleaning that up, squirrel balls. <laughs> I'm going to follow him. We're going to follow him back. We're going to follow him. Let's see. Then he said, Looking forward to seeing him open up for Menudo at the State Fair in about 10 years. I don't know who Menudo is. That's what Ricky, uh, Ricky Martin, remember him? Oh, is that? He, like, it's like a Mexican band. Like, you have to be, like, 15 or younger or something. Oh, like a boy band or something. I'm embarrassed that I even know. Like, <laughs> that is embarrassing. God dang it. Like, it's either 15 or, like, once you turn a certain age, like, you're out of the band. Like, oh, really? Like, you're gone. Like, it's like a permanent, like, in sync. Where it's like, this is the name. It's always in sync. Justin Timberlake, uh, you got too old. I got you. See, your ass is gone. We're going to bring in another 14-year-old kid taking place. You. And it's like, you're just, it's this band that's always the same age group. Because they're like teen heart. That makes that, uh, that insult so much better now that I, <laughs> I do appreciate that you know that. I don't, yeah, I don't know how I know that. Probably one of the behind the music on 
Well, don't save it. We're not editing this part out. <laughs> okay, so I'm actually it. kind of embarrassed that we've talked about Justin Bieber this time on a grown man podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This 19-year-old kid, or how old the fuck he is. The last tweet said, in a preemptive stri- strike, I plan to tell my daughter Justin Bieber tortures puppies. That's really, I like this guy. That's, it's not like, I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, fuck you, but I like these, uh, I like when a celebrity takes it on. Because he's not as big of a celebrity as he is, but he right. probably doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't have the amount of followers that uh, that Bieber has, but I like squirrel balls. Squirrel balls. I'm going to have to work that into a insult sometime. Yeah. Tell it to your son when he asks <laughs> Your ball is the biggest mine, pal. I will do that. He would probably... I don't know what he would do if I said that to him. He'd probably look probably outside... tell mom. He'd probably look outside no. looking for a squirrel and think there's like one out on the road or something. Yeah, it's... <laughs> squirrel balls. Well, should we wrap up the podcast? Yeah, I don't know much. Well, thanks for joining us. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow, email us at... Save our, save our city podcast at yahoo.com. And we will, if, if you got any questions or Kyle, we'll read your question on the air. We'll try to answer them. We'll get back to your email within one to two business days. So, all right. Well, thank right. you guys. Peace.